Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, it's Friday and it's movie time and Niall O'Brien is with us. How are you doing, Niall? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Ah, sure. I'm grand. I'm grand. Yeah, Not too bad. in there. We're hanging in there. We are. We're yeah. making our way through this. That is for sure. Um, they, I spotted this story that we're going to start off with actually earlier this week. And I said, no, no, we'll save this. We'll save this because <laughs> this is fantastic. You came across this today. Tell me about Matthew McConaughey and what's he at? Yeah, well, we, we spoke last week about Ryan Reynolds uh, yeah. donating a million dollars to, you know, food banks in, in the US and Canada. And Matthew McConaughey in his own way is making uh, people's lives a little bit better. Uh, in Texas, where where he's uh, cocooning with his with his family, so what he did was he organised a virtual or a remote bingo game for residents of a, of a, an assisted living home uh, nearby. Um, and yeah, so I mean, oh, listen, if if ever there was a voice you'd want to be hearing as a bingo caller, it's Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Do you know what I mean? I'm surprised you didn't kind of go, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's uh, legs eleven. <laughs> I do have a little clip of him here. This is when uh, it was the um, Enclave Round Rock Senior Living, uh, and they're all gathered round Zoom. Uh, his mom and his partner and his his kids and all the rest of it. And I think he has one or two winners in this clip. Hang on, we'll play it here for you. We got an I-24. I-24. Oh! Richard Blutch is waving a hammer up high. Well, we got Charles Kings in the iPad up high. We got two winners. Look at this. Look at that board. Fourth column straight down. Winner. Let's see yours, Charles Kings iPad. Call them out. Call your numbers out. See if we got them right. There you go. Call the numbers out. I mean, and then, do you know, after this as well, he actually stayed online with them and they got to ask him loads of questions about him and his life and all the rest of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. And he has a a little Instagram kind of clip of, you know, that at the minute we're in a, like, in the only way he could do, Mm. you know, I'm not sure exactly he said something like, at the moment we're in a red light, but we're going to change it to green. We're going to get through. I saw that, yeah. 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 And it's, and it's lovely and he's trying to do his bit as well and, you know, he has the profile so he can reach out and help. But how amazing is that? I want to go to that bingo. I look forward to seeing his next movie, The Bingo Caller, which is (laughs) going to be an Oscar nomination. It will. It will. Absolutely. So we are making our way through random reviews on Netflix and um, I can't remember what number I picked. Was it three or something I picked last week? I don't week? know, but you remember the film, didn't you? I do remember the film. Yeah. I sure do. Should I go first or do you want to go first? Yeah, no, you, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you go first. Okay, okay. So my one was Always Be My Maybe and it stars Ali Wong and she wrote this as well. She, people would know her from Netflix stand-up specials, uh, Hard Knock Wife and also Baby Cobra. She's also written Fresh Off the Boat, a kind of a comedy series as well on E4. And actually the co-star with her 
Randall Park. He also is stars in Fresh Off the Boat, but he plays Marcus in this, and she plays Sasha. So they have been, they were childhood friends. They haven't been in touch since a brief teenage fling ended badly. Okay, so the film starts off with them as kids. They live next door to each other, and they're both kind of the only kid in their families. But their home lives couldn't be any more different. Sasha's parents are really busy running their shop, so she's left alone a lot at the time. And Marcus's home is very warm, inviting. His mum's always cooking and that kind of thing. And Sasha's a regular fixture in their house. It kind of fast forwards then to when they're in their late teens and after a night out they sleep together and it's extremely awkward okay so then it fast forwards 16 years and Sasha is this amazing successful celebrity chef she's at the top of her game career wise and she's about to be married to an absolute jerk really called Brandon <laughs> he's also in the food business he's her brand manager or something he opens restaurants some, I don't know anyway so he announces that he wants to travel to her and find out whether they're really meant to be together you know and really kind of supposed to get married so he tells her he's going to do this he's going to go to India for six months she pretends she's fine with it she leaves for her hometown of San Francisco to open a new restaurant and lo and behold she bumps into her childhood friend Marcus who's still the same old Marcus he's living with his dad and uh, working with his dad installing air conditioning and he's still playing in a band he was in since high school and he still plays in the exact same bar so you know the drill they're kind of quite different Marcus whoever has a lot of musical talent the band could do really well but he prefers to play it safe uh, he's also dating a really crazy eccentric lady called Jenny they start to hang out again him and Sasha as friends and things maybe could progress if they could only both realise what's staring them in the face it's one of those kind of ones um, I thought it was a little slow to start but then I did really get into it the characters are fun uh, it's interesting the story moves along quite well particularly when my main man comes in absolutely delighted to see Keanu Reeves making an entrance here and what an entrance it is and actually I have a clip for you but just to key this up it's probably one of the funniest and longest cameo roles for a movie it's just hilarious from start to finish he comes into a restaurant essentially Sasha meets somebody again turns out she's dating Keanu Reeves but she doesn't tell Marcus and Jenny who are on a double date with her and in walks Keanu Reeves and it's just brilliant I laughed and laughed here he is making his amazing entrance into the restaurant You get the impression Keanu Reeves he's making out there he's looking amazing uh, it's very very funny and he sort of does a lot of uh, <laughs> how you would kind of imagine if um, let's say Neo and John Wick and kind of a lot of his characters mashed together would talk and act 
kind of thing. And it's extremely funny. And um, what I lo- what loved it as well about the movie was the music. It has a really, really good soundtrack, including some of the brilliant songs that Marcus's band play as well. Very, very cool. A lot of charm, good escapism. Plot was quite good. Uh, but I am going to give it three and a half stars, you know, because I just... We don't felt- do halves. We don't do halves. <laughs> we give are. it four. Go on. <laughs> okay, I'll give it four. I'll give it four. <laughs> Purely because Keanu kind of saves it. No, I'm only messing. No, it is. It's good. It, it, what I'm taking away from is it just takes a little while to get into it, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it when I saw it last year. Um, I think Ross didn't enjoy it as much when we talked about it. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, the charm, really, of the two leads. And yeah. Keanu, who you can tell is having a great time. Oh, he's having a ball. Yeah, yeah, he really is. So I'd give that an absolute four stars. It was released last year, wasn't it? It was yeah. on Netflix. And yeah. it's worth staying for the the final song at the, oh, over the is. end credits. Don't, don't go past the end credits. It's quite funny. Yeah. yeah, it is good. It is good. So you were watching The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Slightly different. Yeah, <laughs> it couldn't be further from, from uh, uh, Always Be My Maybe. Uh, so this is based on a, a young adult novel by, and it's a true story about a, a young man called William Kamkwamba, uh, who is the boy who harnessed the wind of the title. And it's uh, set in 2001 in Malawi. And his family basically are struggling to meet en- to make ends meet because um, basically the, the hard conditions that they're living under. But the, his parents, uh, Trywell, which, uh, who's played by Chetwell Ejiofor, who also directed and wrote this um, or adapted it based uh, from the book. And Agnes, they have a big focus for their two children, or that's where they have three children, but one's a baby. Um, big focus on education, basically. So every penny that they have is going to, they're saving up to send their, their daughter, their oldest daughter to university. Uh, William is 13. He starts in a in a local school. Um, but because a drought hits the village, he's forced to leave because he they can't afford to pay, uh, basically, the tuition. Um, but because he's such a bright child, uh, he he sneaks in for his science class because he loves his science class and uh, he manages to get access to the library and through his love of science and his uh, his access to books at the library, he thinks that maybe he has a, a, a solution basically that will help them to grow their crops even when there's a drought or when there's a, a, a flooding and things like that. Um, so this, like I say, based on a true story, um, directed Chitwell Ejiofor is a fantastic actor. People have known him from 12 Years a Slave and uh, lots of other films. He was in Love Actually as well. Um, he loved the book so much that he bought the rights to it and, as I, as I say, adapted it. And this is his first uh, job behind the camera directing as well. And he plays the father, uh, Troywell, uh, and he's fantastic, as he always is in any of his movies. Um, and... It's it's a it's a great film. I really really enjoyed it, and it's something that I wouldn't have watched maybe mm. because uh, unless this random thing came up, you know. Um, because like at the moment, maybe we're thinking we're looking for something that is a little lighter, a little frothier, if you like. Yeah, this is as I think probably as feel good as uh, Always Be My Maybe would be. Okay, um, that's it, good. It's a PG movie, so anybody can watch it. You know, uh, any age, if you like. Um, it, uh, the the cast is brilliant. Maxwell Simba plays William Kamkwamba, the real life uh, boy, and uh, he is brilliant. And I think it's his first film role. And he has that, you know, when you see 
I don't know, natural act, acting. Mm. There's no artifice to it. He's just, he's fantastic. And you see him kind of mature from um, from a, a, a fun-loving child, if you like, who doesn't have a lot on his mind, to kind of a, a, a boy who's determined to not only, like, help his family, but help his whole village as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh but, I mean, it was it was really good. If I have a criticism of it, well, people might think it's a little slow as well, mm. but I enjoyed it because it really the, the 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 slow early scenes really set up the the world that you're living in, if you like. So then, when when the payoff comes at the end, I don't want to spoil it, but it it's so much more emotionally satisfying. Okay, um, and do you know, actually, sorry, Niall, as you're talking there, Greg has gotten in touch with us. He's watched this, and uh, he's in me, and he says he absolutely loved it. He watched it last night, and he's given it five stars. There oh, you go. brilliant, brilliant, yeah. I mean, I don't know how Greg found it. The one criticism I'd have, and it's more probably, I'd say, to do with Netflix, half of the movie is in English, and half is in uh, the language of Malawi. Uh, so the subtitles come up, and sometimes they just flash up so quickly, I couldn't, I couldn't read uh, okay. it. Ah, okay. It didn't really hamper my enjoyment of it but I just would say maybe slow down I, there I, I yeah think, yeah slow down a wee bit um, but yeah um, I would I wouldn't maybe be as generous as, as Greg but I would say it's a four star film and I would say to people you know if like I say it's something I wouldn't necessarily it wouldn't show up on my on my Netflix thing mm-hmm. you know but uh, it's I really enjoyed watching it. It's it's really good. Oh, and we've we've got a couple of more messages here. Linda Larkin, I think it is. Hang on, she says, um, yeah, Linda Larkin. She's in Dundalk. She says, I agree with Sinead. Could listen to Keanu's voice all day, <laughs> Linda. I love it. And also, we're getting another nice message. Happy Easter, Sinead and Niall and families. Love real reviews. You watched the wife last week on your recommendation and really enjoyed it. Looking forward to this week's picks. That's coming in from Mary Thornton as well. So we got the we got the oh, fans. We got good. some fans. Very good. Hello, Mary. <laughs> so. We have some picks for people uh, for this week and you're kind of, this is slightly unusual. Um, You're going kind of anime-ish, is it? Well, do you want to say what we're going to, will we pick next week's random reviews? I keep forgetting that, I keep forgetting that. Okay, let's pick (laughs) next week's. I'll go for number 14. Number 14 is Blind Spotting. Okay, okay. so Blind Spotting. I heard great things about this film. Let me just bring up my little uh, documents and tell you about it. Uh, It's an American movie. Uh, it's about a guy who's on probation. He's got three days left on his probation. Mm-hmm. He's trying to stay out of trouble. And he, he basically falls in with a, a childhood friend of his who's basically bad news. Okay. Um, so it's it's quite funny from what I've heard. And uh, but it's got a it's got a great message, so I might watch that as well because uh, okay, you know it's, I've I've heard great things about it. So will we just stick with one, or do you want one for you? Go on, pick one for me. Sure. Okay, what else let's pick doing? number one hundred. Oh, okay. <laughs> Last on the list, one hundred. You were never really here. So this is uh, again. Uh, it's it's Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, oh it's, uh, yes, I, I think I've seen with... this. Have I? I think I've um, seen this. I, I I've may. definitely heard of it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think is yeah. he um is he a cop or something in this or is he's that like a kind of a troubled? He's, he's like a mercenary, he's an ex-soldier yes, or something. That's and he, right. He has yeah, to I did see save it. I did see it. A, a senator's daughter or something. Yeah. It is good. But yeah, yeah it's, it's very. It's not a. It's not an action as you'd expect with Joaquin. It's not a kind of action movie. No, but it's so. it's very good, very high drama as well. So that's good. Yeah, okay, yeah. so that's for next week. So we are talking Studio Ghibli. Am I pronouncing that right? I think it's Ghibli. Ghibli, okay. Studio Ghibli. It's based on the the word Ghibli is actually an Italian word. It's named after a wind, a, a kind of hot wind that blows in. So when they set up their studio, 
uh, it's a Japanese uh, studio, if people mm. don't know. And when they set it up, they wanted to kind of say, we're going to be the hot wind that blows through Japanese animation and makes everything kind of... Well, different. they've achieved that, that's for sure. They really have. I mean, I mean, for people who don't know, it's not a it's not a fair comparison to call them the Japanese Disney because their films are just amazing. Like, they're, they're works of art. Um, the, the main kind of creative force behind them uh, was a director called Hayao Miyazaki, and there's quite a lot, if not, I don't think it's all because they have a real big catalogue, but there's a huge amount of their best movies on Netflix to watch now. So if you're if you're looking for something to entertain the kids, now what I would say is, I mean, they're, they're probably, they're, some of them skew maybe 8, 9, 10, and some a little bit older. Like Spirited Away is a brilliant movie, but there's some imagery in it that is maybe frightening for, for younger kids. So maybe do a little bit of research before you kind of say we're yeah. going to sit down and watch this. But My Neighbour Totoro is on there. I don't know if you've... Have you seen I've, any I, of I haven't seen any of them, but I, I have oh. seen like trailers and, and I know yeah. Film 4 yeah. does a whole series on them. And they yeah, are you're absolutely right. They are works of art. They look amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's... Uh, film 4 and Channel 4, that's where I first came upon them, really. And um, there's a huge range of like different uh, storylines. There's one called Porco Rosso, which is a, a kind of World War One fighter plane story about a pilot who who has the face of a pig. Okay. Um, I mean, they're they're bizarre, but they're absolutely beautiful. And I would say a good one to start off with is My Neighbor Totoro. It's a lovely one, and I think for for uh, you know even six like that that would be kind of the younger skewing, and then. Yeah. You can kind of look at at other ones to watch, but I, I you should if you've got time over the Easter weekend, you should sit down and watch it because I know there's a big anime fan in your house. There is a big anime fan in my house. I definitely will, absolutely. Well, listen, thank you so much as always for all of that. Oh, you're very welcome. And we we'll chat to you next week. See you next week. Stay safe. Stay bye. safe. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.